Welcome to the Do We Think podcast, a podcast amongst friends where we talk about this week's gossip, celebrity news, and some blind gossip, and all stuff in between. I am here with my bestie, Christine. Hello. She's so cute, and I love Aww. her. Thanks, girl. Um, You're cute, too. Oh, thank you. Um, so today, we have some things to talk about. We're going to talk about um, a Lifetime Megan and Harry special, um, who we think might be on Taylor Swift's re-recordings, Rihanna, Little Mix, Selena and The Weeknd. Um, what else are we going to talk about? A little bit about Billie Eilish, going to do some blind items. Um, some more talk about Demi Lovato, a little bit about Justin Bieber, some upcoming music. And um, if there's time, we're going to go back into the archives of blind items about Demi Lovato from days of yore and see which things that we think are true. Ooh, I'm be excited. Here we go. <laughs> so first thing we're going to talk about is... So Lifetime has greenlit a Harry and Meghan escaping the palace uh, movie. So the movie promises to, quote, reveal what ultimately led to the couple's breakup from the royal or break from the royal family. Now, I don't think Lifetime is necessarily like the most reliable source. Like, I don't, I don't know that they're going to have like the inside scoop. Uh, but needless to say, regardless, I'll be entertained. Yeah, I mean, like, you and I had watched that, like, other Harry and Meghan, like, no, Hallmark we type. We watched a Hallmark movie about Harry and Meghan, didn't we? Like, no. last last winter? It wasn't me. No, you be my mom. No, I haven't seen your mom in Ijaz. What? No, we watched, no. like, something about... Like Megan, Harry, and like the Royals, and it was like a Hallmark no. movie, or maybe it wasn't no. about like the Royals, but it was like a Hallmark movie. That was okay, like three so years ago. <laughs> oh, geez, my timeline is way off. All right, so I agree with you. I don't think that like they will have accurate, the most accurate information, but like I'm kind of excited to see, and I'll probably still tune in and watch it. Yeah, um, just because like. I know my family wasn't super into it growing up, but, like, I'm kind of into it because it's so a part of, like, pop culture. And, like, Meghan Markle was in, like, Hollywood and she was acting. Mm -hmm. And, like, I'm kind of intrigued to see, like, where their life's going to go. So, like, I'll definitely tune in. But I might just watch it and be like, okay, I'm okay with it. What about you? Yeah. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm, like, I don't think it's going to add to, like, our knowledge or anything. Like, I don't think there's going to be, like – explosive like new tea in this lifetime document like not documentary um like they have actors and actresses but uh I don't know I think it'll be like fun it'll be fun <laughs> but it's not gonna be like this factually like you know super educational moment you know yeah like they know that they're gonna make money off of it because everyone is interested in the royals right now like yeah so, like, they're going to make a profit, and, like, people are definitely going to watch, like, I'll watch, but I don't know if it's going to add anything new, like, to the story. <laughs> totally. Um, Taylor Swift, did you listen to her new song from the vault? 
I did not know that was the one song I did not listen to. I listened to <laughs> a couple of different things. That's okay. Tell me, tell me about it. It's good, but it's like funny because like if it had come out like during the Fearless era, like when I was really like into the album of Fearless, I definitely would have like ate it right up. But now like I feel like I'm very past like my fearless moment. Like not yeah. that I don't stand fearless because I do 100% and it like but it like really for me like fearless encapsulates like a certain point in my life. So like when you add something new, I think it's fun to be like oh, like, this is where Taylor was at then and, like, da-da-da, but I'm not going to – I feel like it's still very much in the style of Fearless, and it's, like, the album Fearless, if I didn't have, like, a history of standing it, it's not an album I would hear today and be like, ooh, I love this album. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, because I don't... we're very much, like, we followed it in, like, eras, and, like, you yeah. and I, like, especially you, like, associated with, like, certain times of your life. And like when we when we're like certain like boys, we're like <laughs> yes. <laughs> um, so like certain boys, as as, honestly. <laughs> as soon as we like pass that time, we're kind of like on with the newer, and we're like with it, and like we go on to the next yeah. one. So like I get that definitely, but like, like I treasure it in my heart. But like yes, if the single like um, you belong with me were to come out like today. I wouldn't be like, oh my god, this country bop. Like, I don't like country music, mm-hmm. but I liked Taylor Swift, so that's why I liked it. But like now, I'm kind of like, hmm, like it's not the sound is not like what I look for now in music. But for the nostalgia factor, I like it. Does that make sense? So, what was the? It was Mara Morris singing background vocals to what song? Yes, um, a song called "You All Over Me." And this was a song that was from that Fearless era, but, like, wasn't Didn't get released. Yeah. So I think what she's doing is, like, taking the the recordings from that time, but then adding on, like, friends and stuff onto the background vocals to make it new. Which, like, how cool. Very cool. (laughs) To do that, like... I think it's not... I think, but I could be wrong, but I don't think she's, like, re-recording these songs. I think it's, like, from back then, but they just never published it, you know? You think so? Like, in her voice, it doesn't sound, like, different? I mean, like, not that we would have had one to, like, compare it to, but, like, you think it's, like... No, I think it sounds young. Oh, interesting. Okay. Let me look up. Is You All Over Me a re-recording because I was talking to Jesse about wildest dreams and she had to help me remind she had to remind me like the name of that one because it there's like a new like child like children's movie that's out where they redid wildest dreams and it sounded like Taylor now versus Taylor back when we heard that first song so I haven't heard this newest version yet but I know that her voice is a little bit deeper now. So, like, I'm intrigued to hear it. But I'm also kind of intrigued to also hear, like, how did she get back into her head to be back into that era of, like, Taylor? Or did they keep it as is and, like, add Mary Morris's, like, vocals in with it? I don't know. Yeah. So she said one thing I've been loving about these from the vault songs is that they've never been heard so I can experiment play and even include some of my favorite artists 
So I think, I don't know, when you hear it, actually, I'm going to pause and I want you to listen to a little bit of it and tell me if you think she sounds younger or the same. Can we do that? Yeah. Okay. What did you think? Was it old Taylor or new Taylor? Old Taylor. I think so too. Cause that like, like she had this like little twang back then. Yeah. You nailed it. It's definitely that old twang. Like, like in her voice. County roads. Like there's just, there's a different way that she used to sing back then. Yes. No, I a hundred percent agree with what you're saying. Like it wasn't bad, but it was just like younger. Yeah, it was like Heartbreak Taylor. Classic, like, teen heartbreak. But it was still really good. Like, I'm I'm so confused as to why it wasn't on the album. I know. Well, there's only so many spots. Like, what song would you take off? I don't even know. But, like, they should have had that on there. That was so good. And I'm so glad we get to hear it. And, like, Mary Morris. Amazing. Like, that sounded really good with it. But also, like just Mary Morris's background like what like why did we not have her like sing something else on it like okay, I don't know so maybe it wasn't running, fitted for it I don't know there's a running joke that Taylor because <laughs> think of like Taylor's um her duets in the past there's a running joke that Taylor doesn't know that you can have a female featured on a song and have their own verse <laughs> because whenever she has a female in the song they just do background vocals whereas when she has one with like Ed Sheeran or Bonnie Bear they have their own verse but think oh my like, God, like Colby- Heim? Yeah, like Heim and like with Colby Calais when she had Breathe, she was just on background vocals. The Dixie Chicks soon will get better. They were just background vocals. Oh no. That's a <laughs> that's a weird look for Taylor. I know. She's never done like a duet with somebody that has like they each have a verse. Well, she did sing 15 at the Grammys with Miley that one time. Oh. But then here's the thing, though, because then she's also done like when she does on tour, when she has females come, they've had they have sung their own verse. But for whatever reason, when she has a female featured on a song, they're always in the background. Why I don't know if it's like that. I don't think it's like personal. I think it's just how she wants to do it. But I think it's funny. No, but like you made a good point. Like she's had like guys feature with her. I know. I don't know. Hmm, weird. I don't know, Taylor. Um So, something else. Um, who do you think is going to be on other re-recordings? I feel like it's going to be a lot of people that she's had on tour with her, like come sing on tour with her. Yeah, yeah, I definitely agree with that. So, like, okay, you like so Camila? I'm, like, we already know, like Camille. Yes, I think Camille will definitely be there too. We should maybe on one. Yeah, Sean Mendes. Do you think Justin Bieber? No, I do not think Justin Bieber. You think That'd she has like, a Scooter Braun artist on her album? No. What do you think about Taylor Swift? I mean, no, Maybe sorry, sorry, sorry. <laughs> oh my god, Jesus. Sorry, um, Selena Gomez. Oh yeah, I definitely think Selena. I'm trying to think um, of other people. Katy Perry. Yes, wait, who is like somebody I saw? Um Oh shoot! It, um, do you know who uh, Morgan Wallen is? Yeah. Like I like in a dream world, like I like Morgan Wallen's music, like 
he's had kind of like a rough year. Like he's been in and out of the media for like not his not his music, which is like not great. But like he's kind of yeah. I don't think she like, would have him. I don't think she would have him because of the racist no. allegations. Okay. I think that'd be too messy for her. Um, supposedly Rihanna has an album coming. I'm so excited for it. I really I'm like hope- Rihanna. Hopeful. Um, you know who else has a song coming? A collab supposedly happening is Chloe and Hallie and Little Mix. Like that sounds amazing. Right. Like, the, the six of them, like, can you imagine the harmony? The five of them. I cannot wait. I hope that happens. Yeah, but it'd be the five of them, sis, not the six. Oh, I'm a fake fan. You're right. It'd be the five of them. <laughs> but still, I cannot wait to hear the harmonies. Like, you know that they're going to have, like, a one moment in the song where, like, hell yeah. It's going to sound so good. I'm excited for that. Me too. Supposedly, it's going to be Little Mix's lead single back as a trio. Hmm. Interesting. Um, also, I read somewhere this week that Selena and The Weeknd, when they were together, even though I kind of think their relationship was PR, whatever. Um, Agreed. I'll write about that on my website when we get the website up and running. I'll write about my thoughts about that couple. But, yeah. ooh, what are you drinking? Is that a, mar- is that a martini? A margarita. <laughs> she froze. A margarita? Oh. I love that. Yeah. Yummy. It just doesn't have like a stem. Ah, it's stemless. Yes. I see. So apparently when they were together, they made a collab album that we'll just never get to hear. But I would have loved to hear that. Wait, a whole collab album between That's the Selena and The weekend? That's what I heard. What? <laughs> That's a lot. That's like a huge... That's what makes me think it might have been PR, just like what you were saying. True. Like, yeah. That's kind of weird. I know. Um, So I think that Taylor Swift, so the Fearless Taylor's version, I think is going to have, like, I think there's going to be, so they have Love Story and then a Vault song. And then I think there's going to be another single and then the album. I think it's probably going to be You Belong With Me. Wait, can um, we clarify, like, vault songs are, like, the songs that we have not seen versus, like, yes. the songs? Okay. I feel like every album is going to have, as their lead singles, two old songs and one vault song as the singles. Yeah, I feel like that would be a good way to go about it, too. Um, apparently, Travis Scott has a new album coming soon. What do you think about that? I like, I wasn't super huge into Travis Scott. Like I know him kind of because of Kylie and like, that's sort Mm -hmm. of it, but I don't really know his music super well. How do you feel about that? Um, I like his music. I don't like love it, but like the kids I nanny, like the 16 year old loves Travis Scott. So I hear a lot of Travis Scott. Um, and like some of his songs I really like, and then some I'm kind of like, but I think, I don't know, I, I like Travis's music. Um, and apparently there's a going to be a song with Billie Eilish. 
Ooh, interesting. Which I love. I love that. You know what it makes me think? This is a little off topic. You know how like Coachella was supposed to be happening? Yes. Around-ish this time? Mm-hmm. I feel like a lot of music, like for performers who was supposed to be happening around now, like I wonder if they kind of like, even though pandemic was happening this time around last year, like kind of planned for this time this year. For releases. Have, like things come out. Yeah. Yeah, that's a good thought. Because hmm. like that's kind of like an odd coupling. I like. Like it, I wouldn't. Though. I wouldn't have thought it at first, but like, yeah, no, I like it. I definitely like want it. Like I love collabs. Don't like. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Like there's no collab I don't like. I almost <laughs> always love it, and yeah. I'm here for it. So I'm just wondering. Like I wonder if they were thinking like, oh, at Coachella or something like that. Mm, that's interesting. That's, interesting that seems plot. to be the place for like kind of some news within mm. the last couple of years as far as like albums or like collabs. I don't know. Like people use that a lot. Yeah, totally. Um, we have some blinds. Um, okay. I'm going to have you guess who it's about okay. with Paps essentially stalking this a minus list actress slash director. One thing that has been very noticeable is that the former boy bander is never around. Hmm. Former boy bander is never around. This is gonna make me sound like a lunatic, but like, is it like big time rush boy band or oh, like boy band? <laughs> no, um, Harry Styles. Oh, in between. Why would you think better. big time rush? Because <laughs> I've been seeing them a lot on TikTok, and I feel like something's happening there. Maybe. <laughs> You're probably always, you always your band knowledge extends extends of TV bands. You're like my favorite band was S Club Seven. <laughs> um, I love Big Time Rush. <laughs> like, do you know real it's bands? So Christine? true. <laughs> <laughs> no, if they have a show, I'm more inclined to know much more about them. Perfectly honest. <laughs> I would not have guessed so, that, but interesting. They're hmm. saying that the paparazzi they haven't seen Harry and Olivia together in for a while. Do you think that's a real couple? I don't know. I kind of thought so, but now, like, that we haven't seen them together. But then again, that could go for that it's not PR. If maybe they are still together and we just haven't seen them. I don't know what to think of it. I really don't. I'm not sure either. Um, okay. All last year, this former tweener actress turned A-list adult singer could read between, could read the blind items and reveals... I wrote about her not being sober. It wasn't until she needed more attention that she finally admitted that she isn't sober and doesn't plan on it, so she can't be called out about it any longer. She's right. She also knows that if she isn't trying to be sober, she will slide down a path that will have her dead by the end of the year. Oh my goodness. Um, is it someone like our age? Yes. Is it Selena? No, it's Demi. Oh. Hmm. You're a funny guesser. <laughs> no, because I feel like Demi was the obvious choice because she just had like a whole like documentary kind of come out about her. I thought it was maybe somebody who we like haven't heard about. But that makes a lot of sense. Of course it would be like Demi. Like like we've both watched all the parts that have been out so far like we've watched the first and second parts and like 
I love Demi like you love Demi like we want her to be okay and it's absolutely terrifying what happened to her like totally I like can't even believe she's alive like it's a lot to go into like I'm so like glad that she's okay but I'm I'm really scared for her I just like want her to have like a good support system around her like the right people around her and her family cares so much about her and so apparent like so do her friends and everyone but like it really comes down to the person wanting it to change and like that's what she talked about like it really comes down to just like me wanting it to happen she talked about that so it seems like it's heading in a different direction which is good like I just want her to be okay yeah so she's obviously like been in the business since she was like seven years old and so I guess like nobody in the documentary they talked about how nobody knew that she had relapsed after being sober for nearly six years although I have my doubts that she was sober for six years but I'll write about that on my website oh okay all right I'll tune in (laughs) um so on July 23rd 2018 she called her drug dealer and overdosed on a mix of heroin and fentanyl laced oxycodone um and she said she was also trigger warning um taken advantage of sexually by the drug dealer and um when her assistant jordan jackson found her the next morning she was naked and completely blue and she came down with pneumonia after asphyxiating um had multiple organ failure and had three strokes and a heart attack which caused permanent brain damage and blind spots in her vision that makes her unable to drive. So she's really lucky to be alive. And she said it wasn't until about a month after the overdose that she realized that she wasn't in any state of mind to make a consensual decision with that drug dealer. Um, I want to talk about the documentary. So what were your thoughts? Part of me was... It's tough because we all know she's put out two documentaries so far about how she's like, three. this is the most, oh, three, like including the current one, right? But yep. each, I guess after the first one, she was like, okay, this is the real me. And then after this current one, she's putting out previews, like this is the real me. So it's like, I'm a huge dummy fan. Like my sister is too. And like, I want to believe her and I want to believe that she's like doing okay. But I also don't want to be like... I just want to make sure she's okay. Yeah. You know, like, I just want to make sure she's set up around the right people. And it sounds like the management she had around her, like, they tried their best, but it wasn't the good, like, it wasn't a good fit. But it also sounded like a little bit psychotic, like the watermelon with the whipped cream thing that you were telling me over the phone. Like, I think they had good intentions, but like, that kind of sounds a little bit stupid. I don't know. Um, I think they had good intentions, but it wasn't a good fit. And like, I feel like maybe now it might be different, but it's just, it's really sad to say, but I feel like with Demi, you have to be so careful with what you say around her and how you phrase the things around her. And it's all about the delivery and the message, because if you say something harsh to her, I feel like she's not going to respond. But if you say something and deliver it the right way, she'll listen and hear you. And I think it takes a special kind of person in order for her to really hear that, as does for most people, right? Because, Mm -hmm. like, sometimes the delivery is pretty harsh, but the message behind it is always coming from somebody who, like, wants you to be okay. But I just, I really hope that she has, like, the right people around her. What do you think? 
I, so I felt a certain way and then I watched another, um, a YouTuber talking about it and she made a lot of points that I was like, hmm. So I think my, my initial thoughts were, I feel like she's being very honest, which is great. Um, but I think, you know, they always point out in these documentaries that addicts are liars, you know, like that's just like a fact, like she, everyone around her says she's very good at manipulating. She's very good at, you know, seeming okay and not being okay. And it's like everyone from the documentary they were making before on her tour was like, oh my God, like she's so present. She's so this, she's so that. But what was weird for me is that everyone on the tour said it was tense because they all had to be drug tested and they all like had to watch what they said around Demi and had to watch what they ate around Demi and like had to, and it's a little bit like, um, like if Demi is the one with issues, like she shouldn't, it shouldn't be everyone revolving around her. Like she needs to take some accountability and know just because that person ate a cookie doesn't mean I have to be freaked out or like, I can understand like not doing drugs in front of her or like not partying in front of her or like not, you know, binging food in front of her like I get that but I feel like just because you're on a journey doesn't mean everyone around you has to be on the same one yeah and um, what I thought was interesting too is like so she's like oh my god like it was so restrictive before like I had a nutritionist I had a psychologist I had a dietitian I had a trainer I had this and that da 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 but like something that, that was weird to me was like her assistant said, so Demi had a doctor's appointment that morning. So I went over to wake her up and I was like, to wake her up. Like what, like what does this 28 year old do by herself? She has literally coaches, sober companions, and she's had sober companions that have quit on her. And it's like, do you know what you have to do to make a sober coach quit? They're used to dealing with like the most difficult people in the population. And like, she, I feel like in a way, like she had all these tools and all these things set up for success. Like, but I feel like it's so weird how she says, like, I look back on like my father and I realize like, I couldn't make him sober unless he like wanted to be. But like, that's how her whole family feels about her. Like, I feel like she has this like awareness about him. But then she's like, well, if you take an addict away from something, Well, they were saying, like, if you restrict something from somebody, they're going to find where to get it. And it's like, no, but if you do that to an addict, yes, they are. But, like, the thing is, like, she said, well, I started to, like, drink a little bit. And then I started doing this. And then I started doing that. And I started doing, like, da-da-da. And before you know it, she was, like, overdosed. And it's like – and then her friends were like, well, you know, they were being so controlling of her. What did you expect her to do? And it's like, well, so – we're just supposed to let her do whatever. Like, I don't understand exactly. Like, like, it's like, it's like she's taking accountability, but she's also saying I was so restricted that it's, it was bound to happen. And it's like, well, that's the idea, Demi. Like you're restricted because you can't handle it. Yeah. And like, I I think, I I think this stuff, 
the stuff of them like taking her hotel room like away that she couldn't eat foods or whatever was like problematic but at the same time there's that the poor assistant who was like I had to spend the night with Demi because she was so upset because she ate a cookie it's like so on the one hand like yeah it was sucky that they were being so restrictive but then if she would have one fucking cookie she would spiral and need to be babysat they just restricted so much for her they didn't let her have any kind of control so anytime she did have control she kind of went and pushed the boundaries yeah but i think i feel like there needs to be some sort of half like some 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 sort of middle ground but i feel like I don't know that drinking and smoking weed is going to ultimately like that. She's like, I understand that she was like, well, now with my eating journey, I've realized like moderation is healthy. And so how can I be so restricted with my substances if I'm trying to have a moderation mindset? And like, I understand that, but at the same time, it's like, there's a reason why some people need to stay completely sober Mm -hmm. because they just, you know, I know like weed is not a gateway drug for everyone by any means. Like I've smoked weed, whatever. I've never tried anything harder than that. Like I, but for like an addict, that's, it's a slippery slope. And like, I just don't know like what has history shown us Demi time and time again, she's tried a little of of this and then it's like a landslide, you know? And I just like, I'm not sure that I think it all comes down to she needs to want to be sober and she let's call it what it is. She doesn't. Yeah. I think she knows she needs to be, but she doesn't. So it it needs to come down to like what she wants to do in order. And you know, like maybe like I would Love. I would love for this to work for her. I would love to say, hey, you know, like, I hope she can just drink and smoke weed. And I pray to God that she can. But like history has shown that she cannot. And there were, yes, I understand that it was very annoying, all the control that was put, placed on her. Yeah. But there were reasons, girlfriend. Like, they didn't come out of nowhere. They came from your actions. Valid. Of course. Like, it's not like these people just all of a sudden said, we're controlling your whole life. It's because of decisions you made. Which is why I think it's going to be really hard to tell what's going to be the best route for her. Right. Like, I agree with her having, like, control over her own life. Like, I do agree with that. But I'm like, or I can't believe that people were saying, like, when she, like, forgot the words to sober, like, the audience just, like, laughed, like, in a regular job, like, if you, like, forget how to do something, it's not just, like, oh, like, that's okay. Like, that's, like, a, a red flag that something's wrong. I think it might be a little easier for us to see that now. Like, knowing what we know. But, like, sometimes, like, I fumble up in my job and, like, the people who I work with are usually, like, oh, that's okay. But it's also because, like, the people who I work with are children. So, like, they're a little bit more lenient. <laughs> um, but, like, with singing a song like that sober and like messing up the words, people are going to draw their own conclusions, whether or not you like it. And I agree with you. It's kind of like, Oh, what does that mean? 
Like what's going on like, with I you? I think I think sometimes like artists can like forget the words like sometimes or like maybe like right. club up like sing a line from like the first verse in the second. Like that's one thing. Yeah. If you like yes. completely are like ha ha ha, I don't know the words. Like that to me is a red flag of something. Everyone, then, everyone will think that. But then again, it's like it was a new song, so like there is that. But I just like I honestly don't know what's going to be the best move for Demi. I think she just needs people around her that are going to support her, and I think it's going to be really hard to tell if she's going to be able to handle having some of something or some of not, or well, like not having anything. And like based on this whole documentary, it sounds like. If she doesn't stay where she is, I don't want to know what's going to happen. I totally agree. Um, so some other news. Justin Bieber has surpassed Elvis Presley as the youngest soloist in history to accumulate eight number one albums on the Billboard 200. Wow. Oh, oh my gosh. That's like huge. Right. Oh my that's damn, great. that's like really big news. I know. I was reading an article and it was very interesting. It was on like BuzzFeed and it was saying how like Justin Bieber had his album Purpose, right? And then he was like three days into this like or like he was no more than like 10 or something dates into a 150 date world tour and then canceled the whole thing with like the purpose tour and then he took a lot of time off and then he did the album changes and that didn't really do very well and people were like oh well this album kind of seems like sonically it's where um purpose left off like sound wise and they're like well is this really what justin wants because like back when he was doing that kind of music before he wasn't happy like I don't think necessarily I don't think his unhappiness then had to do with the music I think it was just where he was at in life agreed so I'm like I don't think this album isn't what he wants to do I will say though his inclusion of like the Martin Luther King stuff Martin Luther King Jr. stuff on the album is very like out of nowhere it doesn't like there's no other songs about like justice or anything on there so it's not like it was a theme in the album. It's kind of like they just tacked it on to be like relevant. Yeah, I feel like I don't know enough information about like Justin Bieber to really like speak on like his current music coming out. Like I'm very like happy to see that he's like doing well and putting out successful music and everything. But like part of me will always kind of worry about him because of his past you know I just like hope that he's okay but like I'm glad to know that he's doing great but like I did hear about the MLK thing being mentioned in a song and I was like hmm, that seems a little bit weird out of left field and like kind of maybe it's happening because of like the current things that happened like last March I don't know I like I think um if it was gonna be if the album was going to thematically be about justice that's one thing but like the whole album was about loving his wife so it's like we what like like I appreciate and I think his heart was in the right place I don't think he had any ill intent by including it but I think like this album does not have anything to do with justice yeah I just like yeah I agree 
Also, the song Peaches is projected to debut at number one tomorrow on the Billboard Hot 100. It's pretty popular. I was looking on. And I saw that Haley Bieber had posted like a Peaches makeup tutorial for oh, people cute. to like do out with her on TikTok. She's adorable, by the way. I really like her. I think she's such a sweet girl. I do too. And like the look <sighs> was amazing. Like it looked Yay. really gorgeous on her. Yeah. Pretty. Um, Post Malone is dropping a lead single in April, supposedly, which I'm so excited. I've been waiting patiently for Post Malone music. I love him so much. He is baby, and I love him. Oh, my God. That's so exciting. My brother is a huge Post Malone fan. That would Um, be great. His birthday is this month, so in April. So, like, that would be very ideal for him. Oh, my God. That's (laughs) so exciting. New single, Happy Birthday, Connor. So, like, if a single happens in one month, can we assume that the album is going to be, like, in May or sooner? Probably, like, spring or summer, I would imagine. Oh, okay. Um, Supposedly, the POV by Ariana Grande music video is coming soon. That's exciting. I love music videos. Me too. I hope that Demi, for her new era, has good promo. I feel like the documentary has done like a fairly good job of promoting her uh, her music. <laughs> yeah, no, I agree. I hope she has like good radio play, and then also like something that's important is being added to like playlists on like you know how Apple or like Spotify they have like playlists like pop hits or like something like they have like different like playlists that are like already yeah. made. Mm-hmm. Like, that's a big thing, too, because then people, like, hear singles, and they're like, ooh, I'm this loon. So, hopefully, they do that. Um, apparently, her song with Ariana Grande is going to have a music video. That is a duo I did not know I needed. I am so mm-hmm. excited for that. Those are, like, two of my favorite people. Two of my favorite artists. Like, Whoa. If there's a harmony in that, I'm going to fall over. Just, I want you all to know. <laughs> I'm if sure a harmony there will happens, be. Just a division like me falling over. Passed out. Met him last night. Hmm. Yes, okay. that's what it's called. All right, we have like 10 minutes. I want to take back. I want to go back in time. I have this whole list of all the things that I have believed about Demi in blind gossips. And I want to know if you believe them too. Okay. So do we think in 2010, so this is when Demi was 17 years old, that she was sleeping with older men? I don't know. I I, do. I don't I think so. I don't know. But I also don't know. Supposedly like, one that was involved was like in her in career. The business. Yeah, exactly. Supposedly like somebody- I don't know. Yeah. I don't know what, like, her relationship was, like, with the business. Because that kind of has, like, a lot to do with it. So, like, Mm -hmm. at age 17, how, like, was she with Disney doing stuff, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, like, Sunny with a chance. Yeah. Uh, I'd like to think no. I hope no, but I don't know. 
Everything that I'm saying, I believe. So it's really, I'm just asking you, do we think in 2010 that she threw a lot of parties? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I think definitely there were lots of parties. A hundred percent. Do we think that she was having sex with her bodyguards at 17? I do. I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Girl, you got to have an opinion. I don't know who they were either, but I believe it. I feel like I don't know enough to say yes or no. So I'm going to say no. I don't, I can't, I can't say for that one. I do believe that at this time she had a good heart. I do too. But I don't know if that means she's still like, all right, let's go do stuff. And like meant it as like, hey, let's go go do stuff or was like. Oh, I want to be in love. You know what I mean? Because, like, I, don't I feel like people kind of venture love. off into, like, one way or the other way. I don't really know if there's people that are in between or if there are, like, it's still pretty complicated. So I don't really know what it's like in the business. I think she was with somebody like her. Fuck. I think she was looking to party. So that's why I think it was the first one. Like, oh, like, yeah, like, let's go do it. Here we go. But I still don't know. I don't know. I want to think probably not, but I don't know. And I think that her family didn't do enough to help her when she was 17. I think Demi was vocal about what she wanted and um, it was Demi's way or the highway. I agree with that for sure. All right, 2011, 18-year-old Demi. I think... That her family problems contributed to pushing her over the edge that she needed to go to rehab. What were the family problems? Like her dad? Um, Yeah, like her dad. And um, I heard and kind of believe that her mom fucked some people that she had business relationships with. And that caused a lot of problems. Yeah, I believe it. Ooh, something she believes. Um, I don't think that fame was easy for her. No, I feel like that's always kind of tough for anybody. I feel like some people like maybe get accustomed to it really quick, but I feel like it's never an easy thing to like get used to. Um. I heard that her and her mom weren't always really, weren't really speaking around the time that she was 18, which I kind of I believe. I 100% believe that. Yeah. yeah. Um, I read that Wilmer would always pressure her and say stuff to her, like, just one drink won't hurt you, babe. Like, don't be boring. Ooh. I don't know a lot about Wilmer, but I do know that he was with Demi for a long time and it would be massively messed up if he was pressuring her to do stuff, knowing full well that she's had problems with it. So that would make me like really pissed off for her as like a loyal fan and like knowing I her think situation. he was terrible for her. 
I have many reasons for thinking he was terrible. Can you? All right. I need to hear. Like, because I don't know a lot. All right. Because I don't know a lot about him. I just know that they were together for a little while, but that doesn't always mean it's a good thing. If people are together for a long time, it could be very toxic. It could be a lot of things that we don't know about. So. I read back in 2011 that um, part of the reason she went to rehab was she tried to commit suicide for the fourth time at that point in her life. What year? 2011. Well, we know she did at least twice when she was like 14, 15. Um from her mom's book. Um, And I definitely think she was like suicidal still around like 18. I didn't realize she was that suicidal at such a young age. Mm Mm-hmm. She was suicidal at like 12. So do you think like Wilmer, uh, I think you think Wilmer like wasn't good, but like- I think Wilmer was terrible. What, like, what was it in that relationship that didn't help her? Um, I'll get there. But, like, it, like, I'm going by, like, blinds, like, by the year. So, I'll get there. Um, And I also think that in 2011, rehab didn't totally work. No, I think she was still kind of sneaky enough to, like, kind of make it work in her favor. I love you, Demi. (laughs) But, like, I know you knew what you were kind of doing and, like, you kind of wanted to make it work in your favor. Um, Okay. 2012 read that she went off her meds and was in a bad place and was seen out at parties doing coke and drinking. At that point, it wasn't, like, a problem for her, though, right? Like, known to the public? True, yeah. And so then she went back to rehab um, and was still self-harming, doing coke and heroin. I thought she hadn't done coke and heroin until, like, her most recent documentary, like, later in life. Coke, we knew that she did way before. Or I should say, like, meth. Sorry. Yeah, meth she didn't do until... I believe that she tried heroin back when she was younger. Um, And I think she, like, went to rehab, but her team kept pulling her out of rehab for doing, like, celebrity stuff and, like, photo ops and stuff like that. And I think that screwed her over. I think she was overworked, for sure. Yeah. Um, I think while she was in rehab, her team kept making it seem like she was active on social media so that people wouldn't talk and say she was in rehab again. Mm-hmm. Um, I think she obviously had a ton of emotional trauma in her life and there was no like quick fix, but I think she was back at work and performing and smiling and acting like everything was great. And, you know, her like staying strong documentary came out at that time. And I think that was really more for PR than anything else. Yeah, I um, I think she kind of knew, like, she had to film it. So that way, like, the next thing that she did, she'd be okay to, like, maybe not film it. Like, I think she kind of was trapped into it. 
I think everything like for her team was very like all about money and like less about caring about her. Yeah. There was definitely like, all right, how can we make a profit? Which is like massively messed up. Like that's obviously not caring about like the musician or the artist and like how they're doing. Like if you're going to start filming them, like I will never think that that's really okay. Like as a fan, I'm excited to see that stuff, but I know that they don't want that. I know that they don't. I want, I know that they want their privacy. Yeah. Um, so I think then when she went on X Factor, she was in a pretty good place because it gave her a schedule and like a purpose. But then I think she fell off the wagon. I think X Factor was really good for her from the things that I've read too. Um, so more about Wilmer. Um, read that Wilmer loves to say nasty things about her and reminds her of her flaws and knows that no matter what he says or does or how many times he cheats on her or trashes her, that she will always fall back under his spell and do what he wants. And not just because he is an actor, but because she hated to be alone and always wanted people to stay with her. I think Wilmer was like a safety blanket because like he has some recognition in Hollywood and like so did she, but I think, like, he, since he had been there a little bit before her, like, maybe that was kind of nice. But it's also so tough because I think, like, Wilmer was maybe one of her first loves. And, like, you kind of treat your first love in a different way than you do, like, with anyone else that you're with. Like, you kind of put them on a a pedestal. So I think it was probably really hard for her to, like, let him go. And I don't think he was maybe – I think he had the best intentions in the beginning. But, like, over time people change. And I don't think it was a good fit for the two of them. And like, I don't that's think he ever had the best so intentions. True. I think, I, I mean, I what kind of in the beginning? And I think it what like kind of thirty year old was after seventeen year old. No, I think it rapidly changed. I agree with you. And um, I think she was still drinking, but not every night. And I think she wasn't like out of the woods in 2012. But I think like her drug use was down. I think, yeah, I think there was a lot of partying that went on. Um, all right. I have so much stuff. So I think for today we're going to have to cut it off, but I will continue talking about the Demi blind items, um, when there's time in podcasts and I hope you guys will tune in to those. Christine, I can tell that made you so uncomfortable. No, I like I like Demi. Like, I feel like I know a lot about her, even though I keep saying, like, I don't know enough about this. But, like, <laughs> I feel like I can speak a lot about, like, Demi stuff. So I hope that you all do turn in because it's very prevalent to, like, Demi. And, like, she's going to have, like, on the 30th, her next um, piece of her documentary come out. And, like, I think there's another piece that comes out after that. So, like, we are going to be talking about her, regardless of who you hear it from, for the next couple of weeks. So... Stay informed and like tune in. Hell yeah, bitch. What a what a plug. <laughs> Hell yeah. Love you for that and many of other course. things. Of course. It's true. Like I know you're gonna be talking about it next time. I know you will. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Well, until next time, I love you to the moon and Saturn. Love and you. We will see you next time. For then, for now, we are leaving you on red. Hey, goodbye. <laughs>